Hey, Cece. Hey, Jess. How's it going? It's going. I mean, it's been a week. You heard my rant before we started recording. <laughs> it's true. And the like, the weirdest part is we talked last Thursday, so it hasn't even been that many business days. No, no. I mean, in retail, all days are business days, but... I know you had the weekend off. No, I worked on Sunday. I had Saturday off. Oh, did you? I had to go to work yesterday. I tried to be sassy, and I have no idea what I'm talking about. It's fine. You tried. I I tried. You told me not to ask about the weather, so I was trying, and we all know I like to talk about the weather. That's right. I promise we will talk about the weather It was so hot last week. I was very upset. We had two days close to 90 degrees, and now I'm done with summer. Bring on the fall. I think it was just that it was too fast. Like, I didn't get the spring-like lead-up to the hot weather, and then I just wanted to melt, and it was gross. Yeah, I hated it. I had to pull out shorts and a tank top. I was like, this is my nightmare. Where is the pumpkin <laughs> spice lattes? Bring them back. So this week on Myth and Macabre, we are going to try something different. We're going to give you some episodes kind of in between the seasons so that you're not missing us too much. Some mini-sodes. Some mini-sodes. CC likes to call them mini-sodes. I like to call them mini-myths. Which is probably the better name, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> you guys let us know what you think. <laughs> sure. Oh, we can try and post a poll somewhere. Ooh, polling. We should do that. Yeah. I like that idea. Okay, we're going to post a poll. For all, like, five of you that follow us on social media, <laughs> we're going to post a poll. Let us know if you like mini-sodes or mini-myths. <laughs> mini-myths is harder to say. Is it? I find a lot of the alliterations, although I didn't know if it was just an Invisalign thing. No, I think it's just an alliteration thing. Mini-myths. Mini-myths. So what are we mini-mything today? Today we are mini-mything the Loveland Frogman. Okay. <laughs> so uh, this sounds like a cryptid. It is a cryptid. Okay, I was going to say a frogman is a little, this is a, sounds like it's going to be weird. It is. It's fun. Okay. And where, what Loveland? Because when I think Loveland, I think Colorado, but that's because that's the county I got married in. Oh, is it? That's cute. Yeah. You got married at Loveland. Yeah. Uh, no, it is in Ohio. I don't think it's actually the city called Loveland. I meant to look it up and I totally forgot. Is that kind of one of those like Ohio is for lovers, like Loveland? Like, is that like... It like, might be. Flo- like Maine is vacation land. Yeah. Like, I think Virginia is for lovers. I feel like when I was driving through Virginia, there was like a big... That totally might be a thing. I have no idea Flower what thing Ohio. on the highway that spelled out Virginia is for lovers. Is there some like emo song about Ohio being for lovers? I, I might be making things up. I mean, Bowling for Soup had a really good song about Ohio. Yeah, <laughs> oh man, I used to love Bowling for Soup. Come back to Texas. It's just not the same since you went away. Right. Anyway, that was way more side note than we needed. Why don't we jump into the Loveland All Frog right. Band? We're jumping into the Frog Band. I'm excited to hear it. So what if I told you that there is a musical floating out there somewhere in the world and it's called Hot Damn, It's the Loveland Frog. I would say, how come we've never heard of this? This feels like it should have been a play we saw at some college somewhere. With my dad. Yes. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> because who else would find things like that? Yep. Should have been like Little Shop of Horrors <laughs> and the Loveland Frogman. Exactly. So now, what would you think if I told you that said musical is an actual thing and it's based on an American cryptid? I'm in. Awesome. I would also watch Bigfoot the musical. Is that a thing? No, but I'm going to make should it be. something, maybe. We should. We Sorry, should. I'm goofy today. <laughs> so am I. It's fine. It's cryptids. We're not doing, the, you know, like Albert DeSalvo or anything serious. <laughs> hey, cryptids can be serious business, depending on who you ask. They can be, but this one's not. This one's fun. So anyway, 
I am thrilled to tell you all about the fact that there is a musical based on an Ohio cryptid called The Loveland Frogman. Do we know any of the names of any of the songs in this musical? Do we have any like real good ones? No. So I tried to find like the songs on Spotify, but when you look up Hot Damn is the Loveland Frogman or Hot Damn is the Loveland Frog, you get some some guy. It's definitely not the musical. Okay. Good to know. (laughs) So I don't think that they're like on Spotify or anything. I need to look further into it. I did like search and I couldn't really find anything. But I'll do that another time. And if I find it anywhere, I will post something and let you all know. Yeah. So the description of the musical, just because I think it's like amazing, is as follows. Something is lurking in Loveland, the sweetheart of Ohio, where the disappearance of a strange old man has rekindled the hysteria surrounding America's most alluring cryptozoological phenomenon, the Loveland Frog. Join Luke Honeywell and a smoke and bluegrass band on a riotous river adventure with maniacal moonshiners, crooked cops, and the last twitely, I think I said that right, sorry if I didn't, Indian, as they rescue Peepaw from the wondrous and elusive Loveland Frog, based on true accounts and featuring an all-star local cast. So that was from, like, an Ohio newspaper. <laughs> when are we getting the film adaptation? Because this sounds like this could be as good as Cocaine Bear. <laughs> Did you see Cocaine Bear? No, but okay. I really want to. So do I. It's on, uh, I think it's on Peacock for free. Nice. Yeah. Good um, to know. Not sponsored by Peacock. Not sponsored by Peacock, no. But you can also watch... Uh, uh, knock at the cabin door, which I just watched on Peacock. Oh man, we need to talk about that in one of our minisodes because Paul Tremblay is a Massachusetts author. Is he? Yes. Did you he watch is. Knock at the Cabin Door? Not yet, because okay. I wanted to read the book first. Oh, I didn't know it was a book. Oh yeah, different name. Okay. I've read other books by him because he's from Massachusetts, and I think that's super cool. And I like to read local horror authors. Okay, I'm gonna have to find him. Side note: We'll talk about Paul Tremblay <laughs> in another episode. Okay, it's fun. Minisode, uh, mini myth, mini myth, mini something. The in-between. So anyway, back to the Loveland Frogman. So while this description is amazing and I need to find it somewhere, and I'm very sad that I couldn't find it, I think it was just like a local thing in Ohio that like ran its course and I'm not sure that they're even doing it anymore. But maybe one day if we get famous, uh, we can reach out to the people that wrote it and uh, make it happen. Yes, please. Because I need to see this. Same. (laughs) So anyway, now we're going to start with the legend. We're going to go into the legend of... The Loveland Frogman. Yeah, I am intrigued by some of the stuff that they said was in that musical. <laughs> Let's hear it. I think they, they like played it up a little bit. Of course it did. Because obviously musical. the legend isn't as like fun as that, but I definitely want to see maniacal moonshiners. I am totally down for that. Chasing a frogman. <laughs> I have like a lot of ideas in my head. Do we have like a description of what a frogman looks like? Uh no. Okay. In my head, I think it's like a f- like a, just a frog, like a large and oversized frog. So it's not just like a humanoid with frog legs. No, but I think they can he, jump really high. No, I think he's like a frog, a very large frog, but he can stand on his hind legs. Like his hind legs are like more humanoid. Like than, the dancing frog from the Looney Tunes. I don't know what that is. Now I feel really old, except I'm younger Wait, than you. Wait, yes, yes I do. <laughs> I do know what that is. The one with the hat and the cane. Yes, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So kind of like that. Okay, I think that's but large. Okay, he sings bluegrassy songs, too. Does he? Yeah. Oh, it must be a frog thing. Maybe. <laughs> I can't take this seriously today. <laughs> having a hard time keeping a straight face. <laughs> so 
So the legends. Yes, the legend of the Frogman. There are three base legends, I guess, surrounding the Loveland Frogman. They're all pretty similar. And then there's a bunch of variations that kind of branch off from those, but they all have like one of these three as like their main components. Okay. So the first one is there's a man, he's driving alone. He's heading out of the Branch Hill neighborhood. I don't know where this neighborhood is, but all of them reference Branch Hill. Okay. This is probably the region that also put on the musical. Probably. So as he's driving, his headlights fall on three figures standing in the middle of the road. The man honks his horn, trying to get them to move. They turn and they look at him, and he is startled to see three humanoid figures. So I guess it is humanoid. I don't know. In my head, it was just a frog. Anyway, he turns to look, and he is startled to see three humanoid figures looking at him with leathery skin and frog faces. So there's three frogmen. There, in this one, there's three frogmen. Okay. So Four women, three frog people. Yes, three frog people. So it, that's the first one. Oh, okay. So just that he, he sees them in the road. Yeah, these are like the bases, and then like more detail gets kind of okay. added into them. So like depending on who's telling you the story, it's going to you know have more detail and be a little bit different. But the, these are the three like base legends. Perfect. So that was number one. Number two is similar. A man driving alone. He's heading out of the Branch Hill neighborhood. He sees three figures standing under the Loveland Bridge. So they're not in the middle of the road now. They're under a bridge. He honks his horn again, and the leathery frog-faced creatures run out from under the bridge. One of them lands on the hood of his car and croaks. <laughs> Feels pretty definitively froggish. Yes, and the driver uh, promptly passes out. So that is the second one. In the middle of the road, and it's, and it's turned on vehicle? <laughs> turned this on feels vehicle. very, very, very... Just... Under a bridge, so you're probably near water. Yeah, this uh, feels like it is not a good situation all around. No. The third one, I think, is my favorite. So in the third one, a man is driving alone, heading out of the Bridge Hill neighborhood. He pulls over near the Loveland Bridge, and he gets out of his car. When he gets out of his car, he sees three figures having a very animated conversation, and so he calls out to them, and one of the leathery frog-faced humanoids turns around to him and says, can't you see we're holding a conversation? How rude. And then the frogman waves a wand over his head, like, I don't know, okay, a Harry Potter wand, and then the wand just starts like spitting sparks out. So the driver gets in his car and, and drives away. I think that's my favorite. I don't know why, I just really okay. like that one. I mean, I kind of like that the frogs reprimand. I'm like, don't interrupt us. <laughs> it's like, you are so, rude, sir. is the Loveland Bridge a real thing? Do we know? Yes, it is a real thing. Cool. All right. I like like when we've got real places. Uh, oh, and Loveland is a city. So it's from Loveland, Ohio. Oh, okay. perfect. So now that we have the base legends, we are going to get into some reported sightings of Sir Frog. <laughs> Which I think it's weird that all of the legends have three frogs, but none of the sightings have three frogs. Interesting. Oh, that's a little... I didn't even consider that. You're right. Okay. <laughs> um, that's weird. So the first report of the sighting is around like 1955-ish. So this is kind of where it begins. Which for reference is not too far away from UFO sightings in New Hampshire. I think it's like... It's like the 50s. Supernatural 60s. is having a good time in the 50s. I guess so. So this one is the one where like the three frogs comes in. This is where... A man is driving. He's either like a salesman or a college student or a motorcyclist or something. He's driving alone. Those are such different things. I just need you to know. I, I know. This is what I'm saying. It's like. It's a, it's a legend. It's sometimes it's a legend. Yeah. This one I couldn't confirm. But this is supposedly like where it comes from. Okay. So we don't know like who the man is or anything else. But we do know that it was an evening in May in 1955. And he encountered 
like a frog man or the frog men, depending on which version you're reading. So yeah, there aren't any specifics. Like I said, like there's no name associated with it. I couldn't find like a report about the sighting or anything, but this seems to be where like the frogman legend starts. Okay. So some people believe that this sighting was influenced by a movie that came out in 1954 called The Creature from the Black Lagoon. Ooh, I was wondering if we were going to pull in like a creature feature. Yes. So like it was, you know, 1955. The movie came out in 1954. They're both like amphibious humanoid monster Mm. creature things. So some people think that that's kind of where it came from. Like somebody saw something and, you know, had seen the movie and just assumed it was. Which was kind of similar to the assumptions about like the Betty and Barney Hill thing where Mm -hmm. the movies that had come out previously and they're like, well, this is kind of similar. Yep. So now this one, this sighting. This is another sighting or the first one? This is another sighting. So the first one we don't have too much on because like there wasn't actually like a report or anything. It was kind of just like, this is where the legend starts. But the second one, there's like reports and things. So the next one is March 3rd of 1972. So it's been almost 20 years. There's a police officer, Ray Shockey, and he's driving around at like 1 a.m. And this creature like dashes in the road right in front of his car. He described it as three to four feet tall with frog-like features. So he's, like, stunned because he sees, like, this huge frog. Yeah, that would scare me, Jumping too. out in front of his car. So he stops the vehicle, but before he had time to, like, collect himself and go, like, see what happened, the frogman hopped over the guardrail and, like, ran off into the night. I don't know if it was woods or the river or whatever, but yeah. he, hopped, he hopped the guardrail and just ran. And this was just one frog right Just here. one frog person. Okay. Thing. One frog man. So about two weeks later, on St. Patrick's Day... There's another officer named Mark Matthews, and he's driving in the same area that Officer Shockey was when he saw a lump on the side of the road. So Mark Matthews, Officer Matthews, sees a lump on the side of the road in the same area that Officer Shockey saw this frog thing. Okay. So he's assuming that it's roadkill. He pulls over to, like, get it off the road so it's not in the way of the motorists because he's a good police officer, I guess. I don't know too much about him. (laughs) But I'm assuming he's a good officer. This sounds like a good deed, regardless <laughs> of anything else. So when he gets close to it, he finds that it is not actually roadkill, but it is still alive, just sitting on the side of the road. And it runs under the guardrail. So he runs back to his patrol car, and he gets his gun and shoots the creature. So he shoots it, picks it up, puts it in his trunk, because he's like, hey, maybe this is the thing that, like, Shocky saw. Wait, he, he put the frogman in his trunk? Yes. After he shot it. After he shot. He shot and killed it. Okay. Um, so in the midst of all of this, he like he realized that it matched the description. So he wanted to like show him what it was. Because as it turns out, it was a three and a half foot long iguana that was missing its tail. <laughs> oh my God. So Officer Matthews was later interviewed for a book where the book quoted him as saying he saw the creature that matched Officer Shockey's description, which he did. So that part was true. But then he went on to explain that it was an iguana missing its tail, and that's how he they you know misidentified it because when Shocky was driving, it was dark. It was like so, one of the but morning. and it's still kind of reptilian looking. It, yeah, so like it looked you know, yeah, an iguana's face looks froggish, I guess. But he went on to explain that, but the author decided to omit that part of it from his book, and just put in the quote that it matched the description. Okay, so he kept something that was true. He just took it out of context. Exactly. But in all reality, that particular sighting happened to be a deformed iguana. I'm going to be honest. 
I would also still be freaked out to see an iguana that large. <laughs> right, like in Just the middle saying. of the road, right? Yeah. I did actually read something because the area that this is in was like like a manufacturing area. Okay. And they thought that the iguana was maybe like a pet that had either gotten loose or somebody let loose. And it was staying near the factory to keep warm on like the, the pipes of the factory. Oh, okay. So like it kind of made sense, sense that yeah. it was over there. I don't know why it was in the road, but like it made sense that it was in the area that it was in. Yeah, I mean, it could have just been near the road or... Yeah. I mean, we said this was... Was this one still in May? This one's March. March, okay. Because it could be something where, like, the area is colder, but the asphalt's warm. Yeah. Yeah, maybe in March. I don't know. If it's, like, a March like this March. (laughs) Well, if it had been, like, under the sun all day, it's probably warmer than the ground. Yeah. Uh, Either way. Either way. (laughs) So that was that sighting. And then the next major sighting was actually in August of 2016. Oh, my goodness. I was so going to ask if there were any recent. That's way more recent than I was expecting. I yes. thought you were going to be like, the most recent one was in 1982. No. No, oh, 2016. Wow. Okay. So at this time. How long can iguanas live? Oh, well, he shot and killed the iguana. He, he killed the iguana. Just kidding. I don't actually know how long iguanas can live, though. Anyway, so at this time, Pokemon Go was like a new app. And it was like insanely popular in 2016. So a young man and his girlfriend were out trying to catch some, like, AR creatures. Trying to catch the some Pokemon. They are yeah. trying to catch the Pokemon. Got to catch them all. When they came across a real-life creature that was not a Pokemon. <laughs> they crossed some train tracks and walked over towards, like, the lake. And as they were getting closer to the lake, they found a giant frog just staring at them from the water. Okay. So it's, like, hunched down, I guess. And sure. just, like, its eyes and staring at them. So when the frogman thing sees them, he stands up on his hind legs and then just walks until he disappears into the lake. Oh, my goodness. And so that was, like, reported in a news article that this young man and his girlfriend had seen it. But that's all I have on the Loveland Frogman. This is, like, the most bizarre little <laughs> legend I had ever, like, I'd never even considered this was ever a thing. Yeah. You've got me intrigued. I want to know more about this musical. I want to know why we don't have a film adaptation about it. I want to know, I just, I have a lot of things I want to know. This is great. I know. I kind of like that this doesn't have a resolution, but, like, it also kind of bothers me that I have no resolution. Well, I kind of love that there was a sighting as recently as 2016. Like. I know. I mean, especially, like, with the situation that the world has been going through, 2016 feels like it was, like, two days ago, so... <laughs> two days are, like, 17 years. <laughs> 2016 was not 17 years ago. I know it wasn't. It was seven. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> you were saying it felt like it could have been. Got it. It felt like it could be two That's days true. or it could be 17 yeah, years. Yeah, it's true. It feels like it could have been yesterday. It could have been a decade ago. Yeah. But, like, oh, I man. mean, it was almost a decade ago. <laughs> oh, God, don't talk about that. I know. we're getting so old Mm -hmm. but yeah i love that i think that's really cool yeah thank you for bringing this to the table because i have never known about this and now i'm more intrigued than i should be thank you google yeah (laughs) but yeah so um if anyone knows where i can see hot damn it's the loveland frog please i i need to see this i need it yep please let me know yep double feature with little shop horrors (laughs) (laughs) i'm gunning for it now i'm gunning but all right. That's all I got for today. Cool. Well, thank you for bringing us our first mini-sode. I think we're planning on having a couple more between now and the next season. And by a couple more, it's probably going to be more than you think because we like to talk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would hope that we do. But yeah, cool. That sounds awesome. Yeah. 
All right. I guess we will see you guys in the next mini myth or mini sewed, depending on which one gets better votes at the polls. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Uh-